welcome to episode 87 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and I am doing it solo today. Uh, Casey got called to do some stuff for Goodwill, and yeah, it's just me in the basement. It's kind of eerie down here. Uh, what have I been up to? Not a whole lot. I went and ate Ludafisk with my dad. That was fun this weekend. I know everybody's probably like, ew, gross, what the hell? But uh, I actually do love it, and there's nothing anybody can say to me because nobody's in the, in, in the studio with me. Uh, otherwise, yeah, nothing, nothing too thrilling. I've been listening to a few songs lately. Uh, one of the bands, Mew, I saw them a couple weeks ago and told you on the show, but, uh, the song called Satellites is really dang good if I can find it on my computer here, right here. They're a Danish band. It's kind of spacey, kind of like shoegazy. The new album's called Plus and Minus, and I like it a lot. Uh, the cover's really sweet, too. I don't know. It's just good driving around music. Uh, the other one, I don't know if I've ever played them on here before, but the Palma Violets, I found out about them while I was in Japan, just randomly listening to The Current one day. And uh, they have this song that I just love when Awesome Drive. It reminds me of uh, when I was in Okinawa. I went to the aquarium with a bunch of friends randomly for that I met at the hostel there. And... Uh, I was listening to these guys a lot, but the song's called Chicken Dippers, which also reminds me of like those old Burger King chicken fingers or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Now they have the McNuggets and that's dumb. They should not. They should have just stuck with their old fingers. But uh, yeah, it's Chicken Dippers. I just love the lo-fi drive of the songs. Like, it just has a good backbeat to it. And you can tell, like, they did an analog and just probably in their basements or something. But the whole album from start to finish is pretty great. It kind of starts to sound all the same, kind of. But I just, I love them. This, the album's called 180. Uh, yeah, should be a relatively short show today. There isn't a lot going on in the news or anything like that. But I figured I had to get something out for you guys, even though I'm by myself. Oh, well. Uh, let's go into the weekly news. Let's see here. Uh, Dr. Dre says he wants to have a European tour, and he wants to tour it with Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, and Snoop Dogg. Uh, On his latest show, Dr. Dre's Beats won the pharmacy. He proposed a joint European tour with them, uh, and if the plan comes together, it'll be a full production called the Beats and Rhymes Tour, which 
that'd be sweet if that came to the U.S. Mine is a Kendrick Lamar part because I could give or leave, leave him. But hearing like the classic Chronic songs and stuff like that would be really, really sweet. Uh, good news if you're fans of Gorillaz. Uh, they're talking Jamie Hewlett and Damon Auburn have been talking about the re- return of them. Uh, Auburn says the group was set to begin recording in September and uh, asked about the Gorillaz. Hewlett said that's next year. He has been working on uh, art for it at the moment and everything is going very well and he's very excited. So next year we should be getting some new Gorillaz, which is pretty cool. That new Blur album, though, has been really, really good. The track Ong Ong Ong, I'd highly recommend listening to it. Um, Sad news. Steve McKay, the saxophonist best known for his work with the Stooges, he has died. Uh, it was recently reported that he was in critical condition from his battle with sepsis. Uh, shoot me a message. I don't know what sepsis is. I could Google it really quick. Uh, but I won't. Uh, he was 66. He was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. In interviews, he was said he was inspired by Charlie Parker, John Coltrane, Steve Getz, and a handful of others. In the 1960s, he attended the University of Michigan School of Art, and during that time, he played in a band called Carnal Kitchen. Uh, Iggy Pop showed up to one of their shows, and soon he invited McKay to jam with the Stooges. The results were two of their greatest songs, Funhouse in 1970. Let's see if I can get a little snippet of Funhouse, because Stooges, why not? Saxophone. It's like an eight-minute-long song. It's kind of hard to just find the saxophone. Right? Uh, Either way, the entire Stooges Funhouse album is frickin' great. It's only seven songs, but each, there's a bunch of them that are eight minutes long. Some are five, and there's jam sessions. Uh, TVI's on there, Down on the Street, Loose. Yeah, Stooges are frickin' cool. Too bad half of them are dead right now. But I'd still love to see Iggy Pop live. Uh, let's see what else I got in the news here. Uh, Apple has lost millions of its users after their three-month trial period ended. Uh, 6.5 million people remain actually paying the service. Uh, I think it was a total of like 15 million or 11 million users to begin with for the trial. And, uh, I have a feeling a good portion of the 6.5 million did not know how to turn off the auto renewal on their iPhones because I had to actually go and find it online and then me and Casey figured it out. But otherwise, yeah, we'd be one of the 6.5 million. So sorry if any of you are listening right now and you got scammed into having to pay for this service. I mean, it was pretty cool. I do miss just going on my phone and being like, oh, yeah, this song, this is what it sounds like. And now I have to go to YouTube and find it instead of just boop. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ten bucks is quite a lot for that service. I don't know. It's kind of pointless, too when you can get everything right on YouTube or somewhere like that. Um, let's see here. Ooh, David Gilmore. This is kind of cool. Uh, his first wife, he was married to her from 1975 to 1989. If you don't know who David Gilmore is, he's the guitarist for Pink Floyd. 
Uh, she is releasing a memoir of her life. I know that part's kind of annoying, but the part that'd be really cool is the time she was actually married to David Gilmour because it's kind of a bunch of forgotten stuff. There's 140 photographs in the entire book, and they had, I think, four or five children together. But uh, hearing about how things went on in the studios and stuff, I think would be really cool to hear about. So I'm debating on buying that. It should be coming out soon. But yeah, they had four children. But yeah, so that's kind of cool. Uh, last story we got. Blink-182 announced new music with Matt Skiba. If you don't know who Matt Skiba was, he is the lead singer of Alkaline Trio. Uh, Blink-182's Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker are plotting their post-Tom DeLonge future with Alkaline Trio's Matt Skiba. Uh, Barker revealed the trio had recorded five songs so far. Uh, Barker says, Matt is killing it. He's fun to play with and write with. Uh, we're just getting started, but I think we've got like four or five songs right now, and I'm really, really happy with what we got. Uh, there's one of the songs called Punk Rock Cliche, which he is mo- a biggest fan of. And it's, yeah. Let's see. I don't know. I think it should turn out pretty cool. Uh, the dynamic between them is kind of different. Alkaline Trio's more, I don't want to say gothic, but kind of emo. I don't know. Zach, if you're listening to this, you can you like Alkaline Trio, so you could you could give much more detail about that. But uh, yeah, so that should be coming out soon here. Uh, otherwise, uh, I saw the Guitar Hero, the new uh, guitar or whatever. It looks more like a real guitar and the six buttons are three on the bottom three on the top so i think you actually have to try and grasp it like you're actually making c's and d's so i guess it might be a start in the right direction so just flicking four fingers around on the thing i don't know we'll see uh the lineup of song sounds pretty cool but that's about it uh yeah let's go on the weekly theme This week marks the date of when they go into the future and back to the future. So October 21st, 2015 is the date in the sequel that they go to the future and the Cubs win the World Series, which also could be happening too. They are playing right now. I'm, I'm recording this on Tuesday. Uh, I think they started or they might be starting at 8 o'clock tonight. So uh, they might actually be going to the World Series and they could maybe win it. Uh, but yeah. You're listening to this on Thursday, so that might have, the hopes and dreams are probably all smashed right there. And Emma's had a party last night, but technically it's tomorrow. So I could tell you how great that it was, but it didn't happen yet, and it's going to be a blast. But uh, me and Anne, the bartender there, we all uh, got decorations. We went to Party City, and we're going to decorate it like Enchantment Under the Sea. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you're in town in River Falls, uh, come to Emma's bar uh well, you can't because this is already coming out later. But if somehow you magically know that it's happening tomorrow, but it's actually tomorrow, yeah, 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 come. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm going to be bartending. I'm going to be dressed like Marty McFly in the sequel where he has the fedora on and the black leather jacket with the maroon shirt, seeing as I already own Emma's maroon shirt. So it'll work out perfectly. Uh, we got like 50 people already saying they're coming, so that's really cool. 
hopefully it turns out well or else next show I'll tell you how well it went and maybe you were even there that's been listening to this. Who knows? So, uh, yeah, the weekly theme is Back to the Future. And I decided why not go from all three of them. So we have the 1950s when he goes back and his mother falls in love with him, but he's got to make his mother fall into somebody else with his father. So I picked a song from the 1950s, and then I picked a kind of futuristic one for when they go back into the 80s kind of future. And then the last one when they go to the Old West. So to start it out, 1950s, I did Chuck Berry's Maybelline. It really fascinates me that Chuck Berry is still alive right now. He is 89 years old, the same age as my grandmother. And, uh, yeah, I think he still tours, too, which is freaking insane at 89 years old. And his voice can't be that great anymore. But still, thinking of all the stuff he brought out and all the songs that he's written that we all kind of just know, like Johnny Be Good, Maybelline, Roll Over Beethoven, Rock and Roll Music, Sweet Little Sixteen. Oh, Chuck Berry is the coolest. Uh, for my 80s track, I went for Oingi, Oingo Boingo, kind of futuristic, weird science, you know, I think it, I think it works out. It was either going to be that or Thomas Dolby, but I think I've played Thomas Dolby on the show before, so we're going for weird science. Oingo Boingo. I, how do you even think of the name Oingo Boingo? Like, really? I don't know. But I think that fit kind of well. The background music is kind of like when he's at the, the 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 malt shop or whatever you call it in the movie. Did you also know that it's Elijah Wood's first movie and he's playing the little video game machine with the green hat? And he was just on Conan O'Brien and they bought little green hats like he's wearing in that one. Just funny. And the hoverboard is even coming true, too. I don't know if you've seen the Lincoln commercial. I think it's Lincoln. But one of the car companies has created it and it looks pretty sweet. The future is all happening. Also, the $20.50 Pepsi, the Pepsi Perfect or whatever they call it. It's $20.50 per bottle and they're only making 6,000 of them. I think they should have just put them in the stores and had it be another thing. Can't be that expensive to make them. But yeah, I think it was like 50 bucks in the movie. I can't remember. All right. And my final song, because this is one of the greatest westerns. Uh, there's a lot of great westerns, but this is one of my favorites. It's called Once Upon a Time in the West, and it's like a three-hour-long film. It 
takes a bit to watch, but uh, Sergio Leone, he is like one of the coolest directors ever for Spaghetti Westerns. He just had it all right on cue. It wasn't cheesy. It was just gritty and felt like the West. But uh, this is the final duel song that's playing in the background of when they're like the shot of just their eyes. And it's really intense and really freaking cool. But I thought it fit in with the Western Old West Back to the Future 3. So, yeah. final duel uh yeah thanks for joining on the weekly theme i love this is my favorite part of the show it's so much fun just trying i couldn't really think out of the box i just thought it'd be perfect three songs three movies try and make something go with them uh let us know on facebook what uh songs you think go with back to the future that's why i did power of love at the beginning if you didn't catch that yet uh yeah i think that's about it for the show today uh let's go into closure The next show is going to be a little after Halloween, but I think that's okay. Uh, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The show, the theme for our next show, like I was saying, it's going to be past Halloween, but it's always a fun thing to do around that time is have Halloween songs. So I love that one, and it's happening. I usually try and do that every single year. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind News Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, The Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Uh, come join in the fun at blindnewsstudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website or at blindnewsstudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave uh, or Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of blindnewsstudios.com, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Uh, also, if you are shopping on Amazon, uh, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you normally do. And then when you check out, Amazon just kicks a little bit towards us. It does not cost you anything else. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We have a 100% response rate. Woo! Uh, yeah, I'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for joining.